You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola virus dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave an ultrasonic echographic and a pulsating shave. I want a magic pill for all my ailments the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet, I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease. It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question, you're embarrassed to take your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347-POOHEAD. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine at Lady Diagnosis and Dr. Scott WM. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcast medical news and stuff you can buy or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take anything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory scientist, Registered dietitian or whatever. All right. And before I start talking to Dr. Scott, uh, don't forget stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com for all of your shopping needs. The holidays are coming. You need things, things that we've maybe mentioned on this show. You go to stuff.drsteve.com. You can scroll down, see just about everything we've ever discussed. If you want something on there that we've discussed and it's not there, let me know. Or you can just click through to Amazon, but doing that really helps to keep us on the air. Also, don't forget tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for 33% off. The best earbuds for uh, for the price in the world and the best customer service anywhere. And uh, 33% off is a huge discount. It's like getting three for the price of two, even though I've said it just exactly the opposite before because I'm an idiot. Uh, Don't forget Dr. Scott's website. It's simply herbals.net. And if you want to attain your ideal body weight, check out Noom, noom noom.drsteve.com. You'll get two weeks for free so that you can try it. Look, it's not for everybody. Nothing is. And uh, But we've had a bunch of people have some really excellent results with this. I have had excellent results with it. Uh, I was, you know, pushing 200, got down to 155, went on vacation and went crazy. And now I'm, again, working on getting myself back down to that uh, so-called ideal body weight. Um, but uh, Noom makes it very easy. There's accountability. You get a, a counselor. You get a group. You get a group counselor. Um, anyway, two weeks free, 20% off if you decide to do it. You only have to do it for three months. Go to Noom dot drsteve.com noom dot drsteve.com and if you're lazy like me i like doing blue apron it was awesome i did terrace kitchen because they did all the prep for you and then i got really lazy and i got freshly so uh, they deliver fresh prepared meals that make eating right super easy they're all gluten-free um, they're, um, um, you know, very well prepared. They look small when you look at the little thing, but when you dump it out on the plate, there's actually a lot of food there. 
Um, you can use my link to get six dinners for $39 for two weeks, and that's 20 bucks off each week. You give it a try. If you like it, you continue. If you don't like it, to hell with it. Uh, just cancel. Give it a try and let me know what you think. That's freshly.drsteve.com. And lastly, if you would like archives of this show, go to premium.drsteve.com for a buck ninety-nine. Uh, you can get all of the shows uh, starting from number one. And uh, if you use offer code FLUID, I think this still works. You get uh, half off of that for the first three months. So for a buck a month, you just download everything and then cancel it. Uh, if 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 you're too lazy to do that, uh, send me thirty bucks. Go to the um, uh, to drsteve.com and right there on the front page is a place where you can click. And uh, you send me 30 bucks through PayPal, and I will send you a uh, thumb drive, a 32-gig thumb drive with 16 gigs of, of content on it uh, that has every show on it up until the point when you ordered it. All right? Very good. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, now we're five minutes in. I probably ought to start the show. So I see uh, Dr. Scott is here and also Cody Gilmer from uh, the band Indie Ghost. Follow them on Spotify or on Twitter at uh, Indie Ghost Band. And uh, Cody, you got something to plug. You have a new album on Spotify, I know. Yeah, we just dropped uh, Satan's Texas Vacation on Spotify. And uh, it's and interesting because Indie it has Ghost. nothing to do with Satan, nothing to do with Texas, and that's no, nobody's vacation, right? I, I did not write the lyrics. I think the, the actual song has to do with, I think Satan's in there a little bit. Really? You'd have to ask Randy or Dan. Yeah, I, um, I listened to the lyrics. I didn't get any of that out of there. But it's I'll find cool, out an answer a, for next I, week. It doesn't even matter. It's a cool, cool title. If you don't care about hitting the Bible belt too hard. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so, yeah, check out um, Indie Ghost. Uh, they're on Twitter at Indie Ghost Band. Or you can go on Spotify and check out. And where else can they get your stuff? Uh, the, I mean, like, if you just type in the Indigoast, um, it'll pretty much pop up all the different platforms. We're on Facebook, Spotify, okay, cool. Instagram, yeah. all that stuff. Uh, the, the, I would just make sure that there is a uh, female lead vocalist is the easiest way to make sure you've right, got the right the, band. There are a couple. Who would have ever thought there'd be more than one Indigoast? I know. And it's, what's even weirder is there was only one when we started, and they were out in Australia as a DJ, and so we kind of went with it. But a band that had been obsolete for years and years... Uh, and decided to start up again. Decided to come up again. So it's been entertaining. Well, and so and then they they call themselves Indie Ghost with like an X instead of O, o right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ran them off. <laughs> Indie Ghost. <laughs> okay, but check you know check it all out. Uh, there's no bad music. I just got back from uh, seeing King Crimson right. at the oh, Ryman. Bastard. That was uh, okay. Was it so fabulous. It was yeah. not only fabulous. It is. At the, it's my number one concert of my life now, wow. and that oh. the, the one that held the crown held it for forty years. Wow. Oh, so yeah, it it was absolutely the greatest concert I've ever been to. Hell yeah! And we, I was like, from me to Doctor Scott to was where Robert Fripp was. Oh wow. shit! Wow, wow, wow! Yes, and that was awesome. Of course. He's completely inanimate when he's up there. He just sits there. He's the coolest. Doesn't move, does he? He's 70-something now, but I I understand he was always that way. If you go back and look at, like, um, the video for The Waiting Man, which was Mm -hmm. back when Adrian Ballou played with them, and they were quite a different band than they are now, 
uh, even then, you know, he would play these runs just over and over again and just be staring at Adrian Ballou. Like, you know, I always imagined that it was like the last image you would see before the serial killer, you know, <laughs> you know, cuts your throat or whatever. Hell yeah. But it was amazing. And he seemed to actually, he, he cracked a smile a few times and he's not affectatious about it. I just think he's, that's just how he is. It's it not happens. an. It's not an affectation. He's lost in it, man. Yeah, and um, he's grooving. He's. I saw a picture of all of his pedals and all this stuff. You just never see him messing with it. You know, you see like you guys are down on your knees fucking with your pedals the whole time. Oh and, yeah. You know, and Gotta stomping on them right. and stuff. Yeah. I never once saw him do anything, but yet the does, it was all different. Does he know? have his actual board on the stage, or does he yeah. do like the uh, the MIDI controller and no, have it in a well, box? No, that's a good question, but there's a, if you look at the picture, you can go to Tony Levin, it's their bass player, mm-hmm. and just go to TonyLevin.com, he's got his diary, and there's pictures of his setup, and he's got, you know, a couple of laptops, and there's rack-mounted stuff, and then there's oh, a bunch cool. of pedals and shit. I gotta check that shit out. And, you know, it's pretty cool, and they, matter of fact, they even, uh, I looked at one place where they said every pedal that he's got and wh- how, how he uses it and all that stuff. Oh, hell yeah. I'll check that out. And the three drummer thing, I didn't understand that, and but now I do. Now I totally get it. Wait, three drummers? They have three drummers, and Jesus. they're all very different, but it, all of them are virtuosos. And there's this guy, Gavin Harrison, he's British, and he, he blew me away. I was... Oh. I was right behind him and could watch him play. And are they all drum sets, or are they yeah. like you have percussionists? Well, oh, yeah, like Pat Mastelato mm-hmm. is one of the guys, and he looks just like Wood Floor Liquor for people who are <laughs> really, really deep into the Open Anthony uh, fandom. But um, uh, he's got more percussion stuff, and okay. then Gavin is more of a just a straight drummer. And then the guy in the middle. Um, um, Terry, he's the one I know the least, but he also plays keyboards. Oh, okay. But um, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So, and but they would they do like during Indiscipline, they're doing these sort of mini solos and they're trading uh, fours and then trading twos and at one point they're trading ones and you know it's just it's the coolest damn thing. I totally get it Mm. now. That's Mm. sick. Yeah. So Mm. that was just sort of a separate a separate person and they're in the front you know they're like the front guys except the front guy is up in the back up on the top of a riser you know it's just odd how they do everything that is kind of but it was an incredible damn concert if you have i think they're they're almost done but if you have any chance to go see them you should and fripp even said don't wait till quote unquote the next king crimson tour because there may not be one <laughs> it's coming <laughs> to that point yeah shit yeah well hell there he's 70 something he's yeah. 70 something and yeah. uh, I, I sadly missed tom waits last tour had an opportunity oh yeah passed the buck yeah, i love that. tom waits i do too so but anyway it was great so how did you guys tour go uh it went fantastic actually um a lot of riding and a lot of driving um but yeah. the shows were a lot of fun Horse Burner is the shit. What's Horse Burner? That's the other band we toured with. That was oh, our touring, really? Touring oh, I never heard of them. You should check them out. Okay, they I'm going to check them out right now. Talk about the tour. I'm going to look them up. Um, I mean, really, the, uh, the sum it all up, it was just, I mean, we were in a car a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. Um, yeah, down and, the southeast, down through Florida. Yeah. And, yeah. Now, do you guys all get one hotel room and just pile in there? Uh, we, th- there was a few, it kind of changed up here and there. Um See, the first part of the, the journey was Kim was with us. And then when we headed That's down to- That's your wife or your mm-hmm. fiance. Close right. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when, but when we headed down to Florida, she came back and uh, went and worked 
and then met back up with us in Savannah, Georgia. Okay. The Florida drive was by far the worst. I was crammed in between Q and Dan in the back seat of a Jeep <laughs> Renegade. Oh, oh yeah. God. Talk about a sardine can. Yep. It yeah. was it was rough. Um but uh it was well worth it. Miami was so much fun. Um, oh, you guys played in Miami? Fuck yeah, we did. Damn, it dude. was awesome. Is this horse burner? Yeah. Okay. No, I would like this. Oh yeah, you'd love these dudes. They're 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 the coolest dudes. Uh, let me ever. hear the guys sing though. Is he is oh. he doing the typical? No, no, really. You're gonna love it. <laughs> okay, check out Horse Burner. I dig it. Oh yeah, no, who's that chick though? We coined uh, from the tour we're Ghost Burner when we tour together. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. Cool, man. Good at good ass time. Like I said, not not. I'm trying to think if there's any any crazy stories. A lot of shitty sound guys. They're from West Virginia. <laughs> these guys. Yeah. So you guys didn't bring your own sound people? Uh, no, we can't afford that yet. But that's the goal. I think this this is their first major tour. Okay. This was ours. Horseman has <laughs> been doing this for. Uh, They're on shoestring budget. I would assume. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They're on a shoestring budget as well, but they've been they've been doing it a lot longer than us. Um, I can't remember how long they've been a band. Um, well, they just recently matter. got they just Nobody recently got a new guitar shit. player, Matt. <laughs> he's the shit. I love all those dudes though. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, they're like actually to going on a tour to Europe next year, I believe. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the Scandinavian countries will really like them. Mm. You know, and, the home of Meshuggah and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Cool. And yeah. Adam, uh, their drummer, probably has the most fantastic facial expressions of any drummer I've ever seen. <laughs> Straight up. Well, cool. I love Adam. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, if you got a chance to see Indie Ghost, call in. So, you know, say some, you know, send them oh, some props. Cool. Yeah, you never know. There yeah. might have been somebody that was there that actually listens to this shit. Yeah, I saw them in. Um Bristol Rhythm and Roots, and they were fabulous. Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance fabulous. to check you after the after fabulous. the show. No, you never. These rock stars. I had yeah. so many problems at that gig. <laughs> Did you notice? <laughs> yes, a lot, of, a lot of issues, but they, they st- everybody sounding great. Though. I got it dialed in there finally. Yeah. I love it. Love well, that's it. cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Well, time. congratulations on your first uh, uh, East Coast tour. Well, thanks, bud. Yeah. It was a, it was a good ass time. Like I said, a lot of good a lot of good uh, venues, a lot of good crowds. Could you tell, like Benny Goodman? This is back in the day, so it's but slightly analogous because he was quite the rebel in his time. Um, you know, they went from town to town, and when they got to one town, there was something that they had played got on the radio. And then, so they were playing to like 10 and 15 people and they get to this next one and there's like, you know, the the people are just, it was like the Beatles, you know, cramming in to see them. Oh, shit. And so I just wondered if you guys had any experience like that where all of a sudden things you could tell that the crowds were getting turned on. We we didn't, I mean, we, the crowds, uh, I can't remember specific venues because it's been a few weeks since then and there's been so much happened in between then and now. Right. But, um... 
it was a very there wasn't any like crazy crowd moments but all the crowds were extremely organic and really fucking cool people yeah um it was a good ass time um like i said some shitty sound guys along the way that was always yeah we need to do something about that hell you know your old buddy is a was an audio engineer. I mean, once an audio engineer, always an audio engineer, whether you're a doctor or not. I, mean, I need to go on tour with you why guys. Why not? Absolutely. And you're uh, more than welcome. I don't think we'll you be... can afford him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's something, you know, if I could, it, hell, I would do that. For, <laughs> once I retire, I would just go on uh, the road and be your sound holler. guy. Just holler, my friend. Okay. We'll take you with. Do you, do you take your own PA and stuff, or are you using everybody else's um, shit? For, that's part of the problem. Actually, no. We uh, most venues, like at the level that we're playing, like I said, these these places are so particular, and they do not cater to us at all. Like. I'm talking small venues. And, what do you mean? They don't cater to you. They, uh, they want we, you to use we, their sound equipment. Well, we have to. I mean, there's no there's no other option. Um, well, how does that even work? I don't know. It's okay, it's a push it pull. It's a push pull right off the start. Um, yeah. We since this being our first tour, I was so fucking angry by the end of it with sound guys because I'm just in my opinion, fuck miking my goddamn amp. You don't need to yeah. in a small venue. No, I can push my volume as much as your little right. PA can. That's the cool way to do it, though, because they've seen the you know Leonard Skinner do that. It, it, exactly. I just I'm not. I don't want to talk too much trash about the people involved, but like it's just to me, it's like no, it's, it's, it's a sound- win. It's a win-win situation. Like we listen to the sound guys. The sound guys should listen to us a little bit too. Right. Like if we're playing in an arena, I get it, but we're we're not. We're playing in smaller venues that our amps are. F- fully capable well you know your music and they don't and the thing this is what drives me crazy it's like bass players some places i i was friends with the red clay ramblers in chapel hill and the, mm. the whoever joined the band the most recently had to play the bass because nobody wanted to play bass so you always oh. got somebody that played some <laughs> other instrument and he was forced to play bass yeah i i think um and as an audio engineer myself it pisses me off when they go well okay you, you know in, in some bar well you're the new guy you run the sound because uh, it's yeah. not fun. There was no. a few of the sound guys that were in that situation, a few new guys that had just joined up with venues and stuff like yes, that. Yes, and it's like what don't you need to put your most experienced person on doing sound, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Oh, agreed. Uh, and let the least experienced person, you know, be pouring beers and shit. It, mm-hmm. It's it's just interesting because we tried to make their jobs easier and they didn't want that right right. they wanted to make it complicated and not sound as good it's as simple as that Uh, the only i think the funniest one though by far was the guy who after basically like we didn't argue with him he made us use did we end up using a house kit at that venue i think he tried to make us use a house kit wow and we were like absolutely not wow like it, they had it set up, he's like, "But I have it set up for you guys," and it's like, "Yeah, some PV, you know." It was a trash kit. I can't. You'd right. have to talk to the drummers like to understand Sears, how bad it was because I'm not a drummer, brand. but it was bad <laughs> from back when Sears it was bad. And stuff. he was so Sears, offended yeah. when we did not want to use their house kit. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, absolutely not. And uh, he was just pissed. He had to set it back. up. Well, again. afterwards, he yeah. uh, like I said, I got a big talking to about like not directed at me about himself and how he's trying to take a new leaf in life and be more positive and not be angry at people all the oh, time. God. And I was just like, Jesus, please. When somebody leave. gives please you that rap, leave. that means they're pissed as shit at you. Oh yeah, probably. I was yeah. like, just please go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just as unhappy as you are about this right now. Oh, that's too bad. 
Uh, but even even with all of that going on, um, the shows were still fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to name any venues. When you guys like were that. spoiled too, because you had, I mean, you know, at some of the venues you had here, you've got some pretty good people, like at the Hideaway. Oh yeah, Tarvo's got Jonathan us taken care and, of. Uh, at, yeah, when he was at Sleepy Owl, knew what he was doing. So. We got so lucky. I, I'm, I'm going to drop Kevin um, at Rhythm and Roots. We played. You weren't at this one. It was the mm-hmm. day before on Friday. And yeah. by the way, outdoor. A good. If you guys ever want to go to a cool music weekend, come to Bristol, Virginia for Riz- Rhythm and Roots. Yeah. Just Google it. It's awesome. It's a it good time. And it's not just fiddle and banjo shit. No, it's everything. Not they sometimes that try shit, to push I mean, that, but yeah. we push back and we yeah. bring other stuff yeah, to there's the other place. Stuff. We actually got featured in their uh, their recap video, oh, that's, that's which cool. we're really excited about. We, yeah. we showed up in there. Randy was getting it, and you yeah. see Taylor mm-hmm. in the background with the Taylor face. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, nobody knows who you're talking about, but the, your singer has Bandits. a very distinctive... Um, uh, appearance because of her dreadlocks and stuff, and she's slinging them around. And you don't got to be careful when she's slinging them. You dreads. don't see that every day. <laughs> She'll and, be uh, real good with them. So if you want a visual element, you know, on your video, of course you're going to feature you guys. The cat of nine tails. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but uh, anyway, cool. We uh, we ran into the sound guy we had, and th- this is just a, a testimony to having a good sound guy. The sound guy at our Manon's gig, the first day of Rhythm and Roots, was the guy whose basement our band started in. Oh yeah, cool. And it was just so great. Yeah, it was so great to have yeah. someone who knew how to run some fucking sound. Yeah, yeah. Sound guys out there, chill out sometimes. I'd still like to record you guys doing a acoustic set though. I'm I'm hip. Or just a couple of tunes. I mean, why not? Just do it unplugged. You need to do an unplugged. Let's thing. Uh, let's experiment. And the other thing, if you're going to listen to Indie Ghost on, um, um, and I'll stop licking your balls here in a minute, but if you're going to listen to them on Spotify, it's great. But the 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 magic of Indie Ghost is hearing them live. I'll agree with you. They're a live band, and you're approximating the experience listening to it on. Um, on uh, uh, you know on in, in the studio, but I really I would love to see you guys do a live album sometime so people can get an idea of how charged that atmosphere is when you guys play live. Hell yeah! I mean I've, I'm getting ready to probably make a few live recording on tape, but that's going to be like One Direction versus like an actual live recording. Well, maybe that's something we could do together. Let's anyway, discuss. we'll talk about that after. But um, you know, that on. would be something I would like to be involved in. <laughs> I would love to do a live recording of you guys. All right. Well, anyway, Doctor Scott, you were sick as as f, Woo. and uh, missed a couple of shows. Let's talk about that for a minute. So I you was. had blood coming out of your ass. Well, yeah, that was and, uh, part of the problem. And then you and you thought that you had the flu, which is, I guess, you know, it's showing up now. Maybe they. I was the I was the, I was the first. Yeah, but you don't have blood coming out of your ass as a symptom of the flu. That's right. my point. No, I and I totally agree. I had two separate <laughs> two separate things going on. Yeah, in retrospect. In retrospect, so. yeah, but but I um. Yeah. yeah. So what happened? So yes, yeah, tell so, the story. You're a horrible storyteller. Well, I'm waiting on you to stop talking. Oh, so I can tell my, my fault. I can my tell. fault. No, but you know what? I had a, I had three three days of some some what we would refer to as frank blood, yep. which is a lot of red blood um, with a bowel movement that as was opposed to George blood. George don't blood, you know? Right. Right <laughs> <laughs> and it was. 
profoundly, <laughs> profoundly painful. Um, it wasn't my first rodeo. It was, it was the first time it had lasted for a number of days, and it was so profound. Yeah. Do you I've have any st- pain with it? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. So you had painful bright red blood perectum. So right. for the people out there, that's actually a good sign. It is a good usually. sign. Usually. Yes. It usually Most is a sign that you've got... Um, uh, you know, a tortured hemorrhoid yep. or fissure or a rectal fissure. Yep. And thankfully, anal like, fissure, anal fissures. Yeah. And it wasn't the first time I had Which experienced it. Which was not it. Joey Buttafuoco's girlfriend, but rather an anatomic defect. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty big. He's too young. That's Cody's a pretty. That's a, that's a big stretch, but I like it. All right. <laughs> I um. But you know, the, Joey Buttafuoco's girlfriend was named Amy Fisher. So if you have to, oh uh, okay, it, it's no good. Yeah. But anyway. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Yeah, but I tell you, it, it's it's not the first time. And as we talked about it on the show a thousand times, anytime you have blood with bowel movements, it's the first time you always get it worked up yeah. and get Dr. it checked Steve's out. Dr. Steve's rule yeah. of blood in the stool is it, the first time you see blood coming out of your ass, get it checked. That's an issue. And then if they say, no, it's hemorrhoids, and you know that's what it is, the mm-hmm. next time you can blow it off, but the first time you got to get it checked out. Right on, yeah. So so I, so I that was that was a concern. But it, so, it, and it, you did not do that. Well, it, uh, well I, I, <laughs> I did following. But you know, then all of a sudden after, um, and I'm, I'm going to blame it on Cody because it's about five days after I saw Cody, maybe it was his fault. Um, it was that guitar playing. Think, hey, yeah. Cody, hey, Cody was typhoid Mary. He had the, he had the damn <laughs> shit while he was in in Florida. Yeah, but I but you know what happened? He gave it to you. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm playing on him. So I was in clinic and I, and, I, and I was in there seeing some patients. I stopped being able to move my arms, and my fingers were starting to go numb, and my legs were were really getting profoundly aching. I was like, well, shit. There's only one thing that can cause this. I've got the flu. Yeah. About the time I started shivering uncontrollably yeah. oh, no. and the reason i went and i took dr steve's advice and went and had everything worked out just to make sure it was not a, like a perforated you know um bowel from a, a diverticulum that had ruptured yeah. and you know i was septic well, or something let's like talk that. about yeah. that yeah. painless bright red blood per rectum can be from a lot of things but one of them can be a diverticular bleed yep. Yep. so diverticuli cody are are um thin walled pockets Okay. That bloop out of the um, um, uh, out of the colon. So, 
think of the the analogy I always use is when I was a kid, we had tires that had inner tubes. Yeah. So you had an elastic inner tube and a very tough outer tube, right? Yeah. So imagine the uh, colon is kind of like that. You got a fibrous outer layer and an elastic inner layer, and if you have a giant American turd. <laughs> Repeatedly. That yeah. blasts down there and it breaks open that fibrous outer so it splits. The um, the elastic inner lining will bloop out of that split, right? And you'll get uh, this okay. little pocket. Yeah. And they're very thin-walled because it's really just the the inner wall that that yeah. that's, that's makes up that pocket. And those things can bleed like crazy. Now, if they get infected, it causes diverticulitis, then it'll cause pain. But they mm-hmm. don't have to be infected to bleed. Right. So you can get painless, bright red blood per rectum. Mm-hmm. You, and, and it really depends on, you know, if you have a turd mm-hmm. and it's just pure brown and then it's followed by blood mm-hmm. that means one thing mm-hmm. you know that the you know the blood is following the what turd. is what does that mean actually well, it means that? you've ripped something open right as the stool as a as a turd's coming through it's ripped open a good to know I've, a fissure or a hemorrhoid possibly i've had yeah. moments like yeah. this many many a time okay so. So, <laughs> that's why i'm paying yeah. very close attention now, if, it, <laughs> if it's swirled a lot around of have, yeah. if it's swirled around in the turd then that's different then that means that the bleeding is farther up and it's had a chance to add mix with the stool well that makes me feel a lot better yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty, still getting yeah. checked out. I've, I've been checked out. I went to a gastro a long, okay. long time ago, yep. um, and but uh, I've just now figured out how to like basically keep it in check. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense, he diagnosed it as hemorrhoids. I, yeah. I have a stage. What is it? Stage three? I don't know how you stage know. a hemorrhoid. They're either big as hell, and they're bleeding. Like I got one big good. one that probably won't go away on its own. Oh, we'll we can up, talk we'll about how that. to fix that. But hey, and I, and I would like to real quick just dive into just how to soften up the stools a little bit. Yeah, go go if, for it. If it's all right with you, we got. Because we need to do that in this country because yes. we're all eating. Yes, shit. we do. You're gonna need yes. to tune that sucker up. That's oh, and I, uh, is that what the pass was for? Yeah, and I've got so I've got a um, a, a good little concoction. It's Miralax. I do a cap of Miralax okay. at bedtime. And Miralax full- is polyethylene glycol. Yeah. It's a uh, basically plastic. Yeah, it's a but it's it, a, it takes on water and it keeps it. So it's um, coating my yeah. insides in plastic. It kind of su- it kind of sucks everything. It sucks the the moisture in out of your body, so it makes the the stool pass through more much more comfortably. And yep. Another thing, Doctor Steve, that I use that maybe a lot of people don't know anything about is I like aloe water. Okay. Aloe water's in the brand I use is it's called George's Aloe Water. But what I've found is it, it really works extremely well on 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 soothing an irritable bowel. Huh. And then of course I took Dr. Steve's advice and got some um interrogam. Is that helping you? I think it is. I think I think it is helping and um So interrogam is basically um uh, bovine antibodies. You know, they don't waste anything when they slaughter a cow. Mm-hmm. And so they take out its blood and take out the antibodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's weird is you can take them by mouth and they'll wake, make their way through to your colon. And if there's bacterial bodies or other things in there, including that dreaded word toxins, uh, mm-hmm. that are uh, coming in contact with the bowel wall and causing inflammation, these antibodies will bind those and prevent them from... Uh, uh, becoming uh, uh, in contact with that bowel wall and decreasing the inflammation. It's great for irritable bowel syndrome and other inflammatory bowel conditions, including we did a, um, an article in the medical literature about using it for chemotherapy-related uh, what, um, what we call mucositis, meaning, you know, mucus inflammation. 
and uh, people get that with chemo and stuff. And actually, that Interagam works pretty well for that as well. So, and it's not indicated for that here. Just plug it, it, it has worked. Plug it ex- but my my stomach feels profoundly better with with that regimen. And I think what had happened, I'd just gotten a little out of control as far as not keeping my colon moist and yep. happy, if you yep. know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, and um, moist and man, I'm telling you what. After that, it was much, much, much better. Good. Um, so you're then, better. Cody's better. Everybody's yeah. better. Yeah. All my, all my. Just to clarify, all my blood went away strictly through like a um, a variety of a diet, like not eating one thing too much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shitload. Yeah. People who just eat no chicken fingers all the time, and we have a friend who does that. Um, you know, I, I'm always concerned about the monotony of their diet. For a lot of reasons, they're missing out on micronutrients and stuff. Mm. And, you know, if you have somebody cleaning your house or if you clean your house and you routinely miss one corner, it's fine for a year or two. But then, you know, all of a sudden you'll notice just this shit just piled up there. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. because of a, it's just sort of a methodical missing of that area. And um, the, the same thing is true if you just eat the same thing every day. You can get away with it for a long time, but after a while, there will be things that you're missing out on that will kind of accumu- you know, accumulate. The, the, the deficit will actually accumulate. So, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, oh, having a more varied diet is better. We were designed to eat lots of different things. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, they say uh, gorillas in the wild eat like um, 40 different varieties of plants. Daily. Is that right? Yeah, now, you know, but when they're in captivity, they get, you know, just like us, they get some spinach and some kale and and some other things, and that, and that's one of the reasons why they've had trouble um, with with uh, wild animals and the reproduction. That Interesting, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, never would have thought of that. Yep. That makes a whole lot of sense, actually. Let Pretty me do a news cool. story for you guys. I yeah. found this that I just found it to be interesting. This is uh, from Medical News Today, called "Vampires and Rabies." What? What's the link? <laughs> <laughs> At first, there appears to be little to link a, a mythical blood-sucking beast oh, no. and a serious medical condition. However, as we shall see, the two could very much be entwined. Of course, they you know back when the vampire legends started, they didn't have rabies vaccine. People, you know, particularly people who uh, don't like vaccines, uh, think of rabies. At least think of rabies. We don't. Kids do not fear wild or, you know, strange dogs like they did when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, they used to run these PSAs on TV. They were black and oh, white. Yeah. And this guy coming down the stairs, then boom, boom, boom. You know, the the rabies had kick in, and, and it terrified me. It gave me nightmares, you know. And we were terrified. I have friends who live in India where they don't, in areas of India where they don't have um, uh, routine vaccination of dogs and they're terrified of dogs yeah because they're monsters in a place where you have rabies that is endemic strange dogs are monsters that will kill you Mm -hmm. oh that's terrifying yeah it is terrifying Mm -hmm. and we just go well there's a dog Mm -hmm. you know because we're so used to uh uh our animals being vaccinated for rabies but anyway okay uh, vampires are so entrenched in our psyche that there's a probability not one adult in the whole of the Western world doesn't know who Dracula is. Yeah, I'd say he's a pretty famous mythical figure. Um, according to some researchers, the origin of the 
vampire myth can be rooted in a very real menace. <laughs> Rabies. There's this guy at the hospital, and he's actually from Transylvania, which is in Romania, right? He's Romanian. Romania, yeah. And his name is Radu. And so whenever uh, I call him on the phone, like I have to need him to do something, he's a doctor, I'll always go, Radu. Radu. It drives him crazy. He's not a big fan. <laughs> he doesn't you love shouldn't, it. You no. shouldn't stop. <laughs> no, I will never stop. It's just too great. It's too good. Rabies is a deadly virus that is transmitted to humans by the bite of an infected animal. Globally, it kills an estimated 60,000 people a year. Holy shit. That equates to one death every nine minutes. That means besides the people that just died of boredom listening to this, we've killed... <laughs> Uh, at least four people during the show. No, I got more than that. Five people. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Initial symptoms are only flu-like, but once they appear, rabies, 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 rabies is almost always fatal. Creatures that carry the virus include skunks, dogs, coyotes, foxes, and you get it. Vampire bats. <laughs> but that's not the connection with the mythical vampires that we're discussing today. In the 1700s, vampires were not just legends as far as normal folk were concerned. Vampires were a genuine worry, as Voltaire said. Voltaire talked about vampires. Vampires hmm. were the sole matter of conversation between 1730 and 1735. And it just so happens that there was a rabies epidemic in Hungary in the 1720s, the very time and place where the vampire legend appears to have taken root. The similarities similarities run deeper still so let's talk about it uh the following links were made by dr gomez alonzo a spanish neurologist who published his intriguing theory theory in the journal neurology in 1998 which is no just throwaway journal uh uh, it's uh, vampires are almost always depicted as male rabies affects men seven times more often than women i wonder why that Hmm. is Biting individuals with rabies become particularly aggressive and sometimes bite or attempt to bite other people. So this would be more more like the Nosferatu mm-hmm. variety of vampire, mm-hmm. like uh, Peter in uh, um, the uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? No. Everyone should go watch that movie right now. What's the name of the movie? What we What we do in the shadows. I think that's oh, what I've it is. I've heard about that. I've been meaning to check that out. Actually, it's hilarious. And then they did a TV show, which is also awesome. So the um, uh, and you should watch the movie and then immediately go watch the TV show. But um, in the movie, they had uh, Nosferatu. Basically, it was four thousand year old vampire that lived in a in a closet downstairs and they're like oh no peter ate the <laughs> pizza man again you know but he was just savage you know as opposed to the cultured sort of dracula type vampire how funny uh, aversions rabies might cause people to become averse to strong or surprising stimuli including odors ooh, such <laughs> as garlic light and that mirrors explains it and mirrors. In fact, according to this paper, a man was not considered rabid if he was able to stand the sight of his own image in a mirror. <laughs> when someone with rabies comes into contact with such stimuli, their face can become contorted as the facial muscle, muscle spasm. Their lips curl back to display their teeth and their vocal cords may contract, producing hoarse sounds. Huh. And they become hypersexual. They, oh, um... You know, transformation vampires are often depicted turning into other animals, a bat being the most common. Animals with rabies behave in much the same way as humans with rabies. It's not too much of a leap 
the imagination to think of somebody living in the 18th century who saw a human and an animal acting similarly might make some sort of link. They might assume the animal and beast were morphing into each other. That wow. almost makes being a vampire sound not so bad, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it, you know, yeah. the modern vampire, that looks awesome. Sounds, that doesn't sound bad to me. Having all kinds of intercourse. <laughs> That's and, right. Hypersexual. Know, they can, yeah, and they can get, you know, they can just attract people to them. Matter of fact, that the TV show, What We Do in the Shadows, there's all kinds of that going on. Oh, my God. Do you know what they base Dracula off of? The person who they base it off yeah, of? Yeah, Vlad the Impaler, right? Actually, uh... I don't know Vlad Dracul. I was listening to a podcast about this the other day yeah. on Mini Morbid, or not Mini Morbid. Morbid is the name of the podcast. It's okay. a really good one if you haven't checked it out. Um, it's actually on uh, the Countess Elizabeth Bathory. What? Yep, she was, uh, I guess, to date the um, worst female serial killer, and was the true inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Stoker, but yes. Countess Bathory? Yeah, she was obsessed with torturing and killing servants. Hmm. Hey, oh, yeah. now, was she in New Orleans? Because there was a woman in New Orleans that pulled that crap. No, she, she was, was uh, Hungarian. Hung- yeah, she was okay. in Hungary. Okay, Hungarian. It was really woman. fascinating. I don't, I don't, I don't know I, if you haven't heard about her. Reputed I would check her out. Serial killer from the noble family of Bathory. She was a wild woman. Hey, my ex-wife's middle name is Bathory. She was the woman enough. that supposedly bathed in blood. <laughs> For real? Is that true? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Maria Bathory. She's been uh, <laughs> labeled by the Guinness World <laughs> Book of Records as the most prolific female murderer. The precise number of victims is debated. She and four collaborators were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of young women between 1585 and 1609. Ugh. Yeah, you could get away with more of that. So there's a um, some there's a legend, and I don't know if it's true in New Orleans of this woman that was taking people and uh, uh, like doing human centipede type stuff with oh, them and shit. doing all kinds of weird experiments. And they, she would keep them in the basement, and they were screaming, you know, for help. And people thought the place was haunted. So when it burned <laughs> down, they didn't go in to save anybody. Oh, for God's sake! Something like that. Somebody can maybe correct me on that story, but that was crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, the stories of her sadistic serial murders are verified by testimony of more than three hundred witnesses and survivors, as well as physical evidence and the presence of horribly mutated, dead, dying, and imprisoned girls found at the time of her arrest. Wow, stories depicting her vampiric tendencies, most famously the tale that she bathed in the blood of... Oh, hang on. (laughs) She bathed in the blood of virgins to retain her youth. Were generally recorded years after her death or considered unreliable. Okay. Wow, okay, yeah. She's often compared to Vlad the Impaler, on whom the fictional Count Dracula is partly based. Someone says she in, she inspired Bram Stoker's Dracula, though there is no evidence to support this hypothesis. But it's an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah it was it was a really good podcast. Some on really Morgan. effed up people in this world. Yeah, she was are. definitely effed up. Yeah. Regardless if the rumors are true or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was effed up. Yeah. Wow. Did you see? I guess the guy they've got out in is he in California now or somewhere that's? Oh yeah, he did like ninety eight killers. Yeah, that's bad. Seriously. Cut the shit. Serial killers? Yeah, be Jesus. nice. I don't, I don't think they can, why though. They're, why, why they're can't different. Them, why can't them serial killers just be nice? Why can't they just get along? <laughs> Are they even people? I don't. Yeah, well, I don't know. 
Yeah, it depends on your definition, I guess. I guess so. Good Are point. we going to play a tune since we've got Cody here? Yeah, man. Let's make him play something he doesn't know. Let's make him play something. Yay. He, um, well, he's a professional. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> he is a professional. I'll wing something, though. Anytime. Well, you can do it. Okay, so this is in G, right? Yeah, G. Got a little volume on my... Uh, where are you? Okay. Let me hear Cody a little bit. Ooh, that's a well, That's dropped. close. I had it earlier. Well, you know, the strings on that thing are so old. No, you just had the thing restrung. I was about to say, you still have the service tag for Dude, your string. It's like two years ago. What's the date on it? Oh, my God. Two <laughs> years? 2014. Oh, <laughs> shit, man. I thought I swear to you, I, th- I thought it was like two years ago. <laughs> no. Unless that's a nine. It's either a 14 or a 19. It's not a nine. Oh, it's a 14? <laughs> yeah, no Dude, I remember when you did it because I picked it up brought it back over to the house. That's how long we've been doing this. You got it? You don't, I don't have any processing for you unless you want to plug into that amp and we can just mic that amp. That's up to you guys. I'll play whatever. Well, you got a solo in this, so. Oh, do I? Yeah, Shit. we need to get that thing tuned up. Um, I well, tuned it, but. Well, it's probably the strings. I'll I'll get it restrung. I can, I'll I'll string it for you. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I can string it. Okay, good. No, I saw the can't. service tag and I got worried there. No, for a I'm minute. just lazy and I'm rich, he, so I can make. Okay, that's understandable. <laughs> oh, that's right. He doesn't string things because he doesn't. He has people string things for him. Well, I'll I'll be your stringer if you need one. He can By the way, if, if you're listening to this and wondering what in the F are they doing, this is our vacation show. So. Right on. Um, I guess while you're doing that, I could take a call. Yeah, yeah let's do that. It's dialed in. Yo, Doc, I've got an odd question. It's a pain above my left eyebrow when I push on it slightly it feels subdermal but it's I don't, I don't know how to describe it it's only when I like touch on it yep. well I guess I can make it no I can't feel it when I like furrow my brow but if right. I rub as if I'm just kind of massaging gently above my left eyebrow yes it's Stop it's doing like a that. Deep pain that kind of. Doc, it hurts when I do this. We'll stop doing That's it. Right. Um, almost always, it's going to be a subdermal cyst. He's exactly mm-hmm. right. It's it's subdermal, mm-hmm. and uh, there's just not a lot of space between the eyebrow and the skull. So when you get a little cyst in there, it will be painful when you push on it. It could even be a zit. So if it goes away quickly, it's a zit. If it doesn't, it may be a subdermal cyst. Just let your primary care look at it. Especially if he's wearing hats or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. And, um, and if it grows, it probably you're going to want it removed. But that's most likely what it is. All right. So are we ready? I think so. Okay, let's get a level here. Let me test, test, test. You get level on Cody. Remember, the louder Cody is, the less they can hear us. Yeah. That's a good thing. More volume. All right, so this is just a typical country thing, but the, the chorus has a little weirdness. So just listen, you'll pick it up. 
Yeah. That I'll follow. Weird. I'll follow along slowly. Yeah. yeah. The weirdness in there, you just just let it let it flow, baby. Indeed. Indeed. Let it flow. So, how about a little? Well, I've been spending all my money on weed and pills Trying to write a song that'll pay the bills But I ain't seen one yet I guess I'll have to rob a bank I guess it could be worse It ain't that bad At least I ain't sitting in old Baghdad In the middle of a hot damn desert Licking in a tank Every time my wife talks, a baby gets mentioned. I'm so broke I can't pay attention. Lord, how it tears me up to see her cry. So I've been spending all my nights on the internet, looking for but ain't found one yet. Just a bunch of old mofo guitars, shit I can't buy. Well, Lord, if you can hear me, won't you throw a darn dog up on? Stay on the G. Cause if a devil shows up with a better deal, I'm gone. I sing C. it real pretty, sing it real sad. People in the crowd said it ain't half bad. They call me King Turf here on shipment. If you want it, you can have a ground. I've been sitting on my ass like a bump on an all watching boss home. Guess I ought to get up by myself a job. Instead of sitting on the couch trying to write the next line, I guess there ought to be a better use of my time. Like figuring out which one of these banks I'm gonna rob. Well, the name of the game is hurry up way, but that ain't putting no food on my plate or gas in my car. And I drive a Bronco So Lord, if I can get me a record yeah, I might not have to worry about my next meal But I'll still be trying to figure out What rhymes with Bronco Well, Lord, if you can hear me Won't you throw a damn dog up on Cause if a devil shows up With a better deal I'm gone well, I sing them real pretty, sing them real sad And the people in the South said it ain't that bad Hey, come King Turf, here shit, man If you wanted, you can have a ground Well, they call me King Turf, here on shit, man If you wanted, you can have a ground Cody, feel like playing a little bit? Take it, Cody
I couldn't hear. Cody I couldn't hear Cody either. I'm sorry, no, Cody. I cranked you all the way up too. Dude. Is that all the way up? We're gonna have. To, I, yeah, man, yeah. I'm gonna bring my fuzz no, it's pedal. Okay, I can. I mean, we, we weren't planning on you playing today, so. No. Well, why not? Amen. <laughs> we'll take any no, I can. Uh, I can totally get you hooked up. Well, I did. Yeah. I did a little bit of a solo there. I couldn't hear it, but I think. No, it I was, couldn't hear. I it think either. it was mighty fine. If I do say so myself, <laughs> well, and no one will ever know. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I'll know deep in my heart. All right, we got four minutes left. Yeah. Questions? Questions? Oh, you want? Yeah. You want to play something else too? Yeah, we'll play it out. We'll play it out. See here. Uh, hey, it's our show. Oh, yeah, here we go. This is, this is apropos to Hey, now. Dr. Steve. I just wanted to call and tell you that this is my second year in a row getting a flu shot. Good boy. With, um, you know, no issues at all. It's um, didn't even really feel it, and I certainly didn't get sick. I was one of those in the past that had uh, thought that I had gotten ill from getting the flu shot. But, in fact, um, uh, it's been two years now, and, and I feel great. And it's because of you. If, if I didn't listen to you, you I probably would have never gotten another flu shot in my life back then, 15, 20 years ago. I forgot what it was. Yeah, I spent the, you know, 20, the worst $20 I've ever spent getting a <laughs> flu shot. I was sick for the week. But yep. anyway, just wanted to let you know that. Hey, thanks, man. Well, cool, man. just so everybody understands, again, the regular quadrivalent flu shot or the trivalent flu shot, not the flu mist, but the shot, uh, was never a virus. It was never a complete virus. Mm-hmm. These proteins are grown in, you know, in a culture, and um, you cannot get influenza from a flu shot. Now, let me see here. Why am I? There we go. Um, you can feel like crap afterward. Mm. You can get muscle aches and feel feverish and feel like crud, but it will not kill you unlike influenza. Um, now, uh, is it without risk? Absolutely not. Of course there's risk. There's risk to everything. And uh, there are some people who are, uh-oh. Yeah, right on we time. Hadn't had, we haven't had Tacey call in in quite a while. Let's see what she's got to say. Tacey, you're on Weird Medicine. Okay, we've got people here. Okay. I uh, thought you were just still recording. Uh, yes. Oh. You're on Weird Medicine. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll be down in a minute. But... <laughs> She's late calling today. She... Well, and I told those jackasses if they were going to come, it's people to look at um, at our house to do some work. I said, if you're going to come, mm-hmm. you got to call me before you head over. Right on. So I can tell them if I'm available. And they just show up. So, anyway. Um, where were we? Oh, flu shot. Mm-hmm. Can't get the flu from the flu shot. Now, the flu mist is a live attenuated virus. Uh, that's they give that to kids. They spray it up their nose, and you were supposed to get better immunity from it because it's a live virus, uh, and you can spread that around. Very few people get sick. Uh, every once in a while, you get somebody that will be very susceptible to the influenza vaccine, and they'll get a thing called Guillain-Barré syndrome, which is a horrible thing when it happens, where you get paralysis of the legs, and it's called ascending neuritis because it continues to ascend, and if it comes all the way up to the um, uh, nerves that control breathing, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen one case of that in my life. I've seen I've seen three. Well, good for yeah. you. No, I mean, not, okay, well, not, the, not, the, not the same. I mean, not that one. That's someone I meant. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. not. It's rare. It's very rare. It's rare. 
Here, I'll give you one of these. Give yourself a meal. But um, uh, I've only seen one in my career, but I've seen tons of people end up on the ventilator from influenza that didn't have their flu shot. So there you go. So check out uh, Cody and his band, an Indie Ghost band, on Twitter and or just Indie Ghost on Spotify. And uh, if you get a chance to see them live, that's really the thing to do. And uh, thanks. Uh, always go to Dr. Scott and check him out at simplyherbals.net. We can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teft, Louis Johnson, Paul Ofcharsky, Eric Nagel, Roland Campos, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Ron Bennington, and Fez Watley, whose early support of this show has never gone unappreciated. To our Sirius XM show on the Faction Talk channel, Sirius XM channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's pleasure. Many thanks go to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps. Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.